Hello and happy Thanksgiving. This is the Stock Yay. Hypers. You've got Brian and Danny with you for a holiday edition of the Stock Hypers. What's going on, Brian? How was your uh, Thanksgiving? This is Thanksgiving Eve, by the way. That's right. It hasn't happened yet, um, even though it probably will have happened when you're listening to this, as that tends to happen in these uh, time-traveling podcasts. But um, we're, you know, like 12 hours before, right? Yes, yeah. We are the, yes, we are the amateur stock hypers. There's stockhypers.com st at Twitter, stock hypers. How does that work, Brian? It's just at stock hypers, right? There's a lot of stock hypers in the it's Twitter and the uh, YouTube, Gmail blah, and blah, blah, uh, the website. Amazon music, it's holiday, whatever yeah. on that one. Brian, okay, let's get to it, dude. How was the last few days? Oh, I was, was uh, you know, this today. has been a this has been a little bit of a rough week, although today, I was positive and, and really I, I was kind of positive yesterday, but the day yeah. itself is just like so treacherous because, um, you know, at some point I was down like 4% yesterday yeah. and today I was, I was down too and then came back up positive. Five, right? So you dodged a bullet with your, uh, Hey, tell me about your cleanup with a lucid sell off, Brian. I don't think I had that last time. Oh no. Is you that right? You double dipped on that, right? You nailed that one. That yeah, was Lucid was good though. for me. And and right now I am, oh, okay, that's not true. I'm going to preface this. I did make a move that I'll tell you, and you're not going to like it. But previous to that, Friday, my options closed. It, you know, the stock closed above 50 bucks. And so all of my Lucid shares got sold. So they sold I, at 50. And you, yeah, but you had a big position on this, one of your biggest. Just one of my biggest, yeah. And you were way under 50 and you bought it. So it was a great margin yes you, yes right and, and i know so you sold the options and they yeah. sold so you double dipped right yeah so i sold options on this thing twice so i basically got some rentals on it and as soon as i you know the day after that i had sold the last calls um i kind of felt like these were going to go out of my account because the lucid was just on a tear and i i had those calls set at 50 i if i had waited a day um, it was getting close to 50. I, I probably would have done 55 and probably would still have them because it was but just over 50 bucks. On but Brian, didn't they drop though right after that? They Well, they did a little crash. Yeah. It came back a lot, but they crashed. Yeah. All in all, that worked out pretty well for you. Right? It worked out great. I'm, I'm totally happy to be out of Lucid at this moment because what I did yesterday all right. was I bought Lucid puts. Okay. So you you bought, you cleared out of Lucid, you cleaned up. Mm -hmm. You're like Mr. Moneybags walking the bank, counting your hundred, strolling down the sidewalk. <laughs> and you thought, you know what? I made money. Fuck them. I'm going to short them now, basically. So you bought puts where if it drops, you clean up. Well, yes. Um, and you I bought did... that. Wait, did you buy that yesterday? Like kind of towards yeah. the end of the, the few day flash crash, the tech flash crash, right? Yeah. Well, actually, um, what was yesterday was Tuesday. So maybe I bought them on Monday uh, because... I, I yes, I bought them on Monday, the same okay. day after I came back in with a bunch of cash. So I had money to do it with, and um, so have you cashed them out? Or you know, again, I'm I'm the client no. Order. I think this is a little bit longer term because uh, I I bought in uh, it's like January 21 calls or sorry January 21 puts, and they're for sixty five dollars. So okay, I gave so myself a little bit of room um, in this uh, put. So but, it's at 52 now, Brian. So what yeah. does that mean? What is good for you when by January 17th? They hit 65 or not? I don't get no, it. No, no, no. On a put? No, it'd be better if they hit $6.50. Okay. So when you buy the put at 65, what what does that mean though? I don't get that. Um, so that means I, I have the option of um, 
of uh, selling the shares, somebody else's shares at $65. Okay, but it's good if it goes down. Yeah, if it goes down, then um, I basically am selling the shares at $65, then they get the return oh, shares at whatever, gotcha. I, I make the difference in the spread. It's like shorting it, but just right. in the option. So yeah, the option, so you can sell it anytime you want, you get 65 a share, right? But if it drops, that's the margin you make. Okay, man, I'm like a clown on that. I might say it's, it's kind of like that. Well, well, yeah, if I executed them, if I executed them, yes. Right. But it cost me, they weren't cheap. How much a share? Because they're at 52 now. Well, it's, uh, let me just take a look. I'll tell you. Hang on one second. So you have, so this is like two months long then. Yes, I have a little so, bit of time. So, would you, so these will value, the value of your puts go up as Lucid drops, correct? Correct, yeah. And you yeah. want to try and time it to where you think it's the lowest it'll be in the next two months, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Okay. So um, my average cost was $18.35. So my break-even point is $46.65. So basically by the end of, or the, the, when the options expire, it needs to be under $46.65 for me to be positive. Okay, if, wait, so if I was going to hold it all the way to the end, but the idea is, you know, right. you know, like yesterday, Lucid had dropped under 50 or right around there. Yeah. And, um, and, and I bought the puts, uh, Lucid was about 52 something. Yeah, so 52 these... now. So basically this, so Brian, mm -hmm. you spent 17 a share on an option of a 50, in the whole, that's like a third of the price of the share. Yeah. Wow, man, yeah. this is out of my league, Chief. So if they, um, so just for instance, uh, yesterday when when Lucid was down and you know just below four, uh, sorry, just below fifty bucks, the options were up about um, eight or nine percent. And you didn't sell. You you hung on to it. No, I didn't sell. I um, I think that I, you know I considered it, but I have a lot of time, and I really think that you know Lucid's got fantastic fantastic car motor trend car of the year blah 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 they have I'm a lot of stuff going I'm, on i'm still like 120 percent yeah but it, it the it, the valuation on that and and um rivian are just you know they're really kind of out of whack but brian they're, they're months away from starting revenue what's the big deal months away from starting <laughs> revenue yes okay well okay so, i'd like to say good luck but i sold about a third of mine near the, at, at pretty close to the top okay. and i kept the rest so i'm i'm gonna have to not say good luck on this one so drink your, your near beer. Did, right. Now, well, you're it, holding it for the, I mean, for the most part, you're holding this for the long term. Probably so. You just yes. took a little money off the table. Yeah, I did. Because it's I, volatile. Yeah. I bought a third. So I'm pretty much, well, I'm on house money, almost all of it. Yeah. So uh, I've learned, you know, one of the little segments we went into next, I've learned to learn to take money. Right. Yeah. I'm not, you know, again, I'm a buying holder. I want to hold this shit forever. So you know that. So yeah. I would rather never sell a stock until, you know, my retirement or I, you know, get a drug habit again. One of the two. So, <laughs> so do you okay. have any more puts out there? Or that's yeah. It? So, um, so instead of a put, I do have like, a, I've got the Grinch behind me from the Macy's Day uh -huh. Parade. Um, I, I picked that one because I'm kind of being like a little bit of a Grinch in the market at the moment. My other play was the inverse of the ARC um, K fund. Uh, so it's the short ARC ETF. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying you shorted Kathy? I did. I shorted Kathy. Okay. You created this site. It was your idea. Yeah. What did Kathy buy? Thousands of views a week. Where it did, doesn't mean where I agree with everything she buys. Wait, wait, this wait, is right, the whole point. Okay. Hold on. Wait. You shorting Kathy. 
Mm -hmm. That's like me. I'm Irish and I don't drink. I don't feel so bad. You just eclipse me. You really so this want is, the smoke this is a short. Brand. This is a short-term play. You know, short this is brand. this okay. is about you know if uh, the the headwind of a lot of stuff going on in Congress over the next uh, six weeks going into the next year. There's a lot of things that can bring it's the a market clown down. Show, right? It, what does that matter? It's a the clown show clown. could create uh, uh, create opportunities for the market to go down for these high flying tech stocks that Kathy Wood is doing, like okay. Lucid, like. Well, okay, I don't want sure. to Tesla, but a lot right. of this stuff is very volatile and prone to go down when the tenure goes up, when there's there's a okay. lot so of is, uh, okay. issues with uh, So this is a Congress. play basically against they're they're gonna start adjusting for inflation, that shit that we've been yeah. hearing ad nauseum for a year. Yes. Okay. And then and then we will see all of these high multiple stocks take a dip that Kathy's into. There's just no doubt about it. It's happening well, well, every easy, single time. Because I got my toe in that same pool there. Look, yeah. I do too. I, and this is just a hedge against that. Okay. So that look, in my IRA, I have the ARC fund that I'm going to, you know, just continue to buy and hold because I, I think it's a good way to take advantage sure. of her portfolio right. uh, spread of all these interesting young companies. But in the Robinhood account, which is more of a trading account, you know, I, I'd like to have a hedge because most of my okay, stuff well, is sense. in that okay. category. So, so is this, is this that short, that ARC fund short? What, yes. What is that exactly? I don't get, is that a. So it's ETF a true ETF. Or? And basically what it does is it's not shorting those individual stocks that are in her ETF. Uh -huh. It is directly shorting the ETF. So it does the exact inverse in the same amount. So if, okay. if Kathy Woods goes up 2%, then this fund is going to do the inverse and go uh -huh. down 2%. Man, Brian, that's almost like if you're in the forest and you see a little baby bear and you go to play with the mama bear, there's some things you don't want to mess with, Brian. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I am not, okay. Well, good. I guess good luck on that. Well, look, here's it. The, the lucid um, put has the ability to just completely go upside down and I could get killed on that thing. Right. Now, this one, if that's not the case, this is a pretty safe way okay. to hedge and do, you know, and look for the, yeah, like I'm not going to so sell this is essentially, Brian, this, is, this is really a way because you're familiar with her is just to hedge against the possible mm -hmm. political climate change in terms of interest rates going up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah. it's not, oh, is it a big position, small? Mm -mm. Okay. None of these are really big positions. I, I have a lot of cash from uh, the Lucid. There was a, there were several things that, um, that went out of my account on Friday that closed like options that um, that I, I did good on, right? So I had a, a Matterport sold put and that was a sold put at $20. So if Matterport didn't close below $20 on Friday, I kept the premium, which I did, that I um, got for selling it. And then right. I also had the, uh, the money that was set aside in case it did go under 20 okay. that I'd have to buy it got unlocked. So now I have that, I have, uh, the lucid and, and something okay. else, I think. So you're swimming in cash basically, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, sitting on a bunch of cash. Now, Brian, it's this time where this would be an opportune time to, this is a thing that we do. We are the stock hypers to yes, amateur yes. investors. Yeah. We have been beating all the index funds as we started this podcast, all verifiable. We are going against the ARK Invest Fund, right? So we just kind of have a thing where we look three months back mm -hmm. and the current thing, we keep it simple, just the last three months, who's ahead? Is it Danny the Stock Hypers, Kathy, 
of the ARK Invest. And Brian, we've set a record. We're up 23.5% right now. Woohoo! So we are beating her over the last three Probably months. Probably the last three months. 23.5%. So tell me where Kathy is. Here, six months, whatever. So basically, I don't think we're getting invited to St. Petersburg tomorrow for Thanksgiving turkey because <laughs> I'm smoking her and you're shorting her. So anyway, that's what it is. Stock hypers work ARK Invest, and we are smoking by 23% last three months. Oh, wow. So, Congratulations. Okay. Right. Yes, and thank you for the help on that one, by the way, because that's because yeah, we both helps on that. She huh? has some weird shit in there. Did you just some? She's even kind of changing her strategy a bit. I don't know, Ryan. A lot of times people yeah. hit it big and they kind of go on their laurels for years. It's like Guns and Roses. I love them, but they had a hit over thirty years ago, and they're still doing you know stadiums and tours. You know, okay, I get it. So I don't know. We'll see. Time tells. So. All right, Brian, should we do our Thanksgiving thing? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to uh, talk about uh, things, stocks specifically, okay. that we are thankful for. Well, I'm going to do things I am not thankful for. Oh, you're okay. going to do the opposite. So you're like gonna the, the opposite. you're going to short the Thanksgiving I have three uh, things, Brian, that have been burning a hole in me because I'm so stupid. So these are the three things for this year that okay. I am not thankful for that right. I did to myself. Okay, I think I like this. More, this is more fun. Tell me what you're this not more thankful this for. This is my boneheaded moves. What am I not thankful for? I am not thankful for never buying Microsoft till last week. <laughs> I'm a tech investor. It's simple. It's a slam dunk. It's a layup. I won't go ad nauseum. We know the company. There's really no excuse for that. Yeah. Number two, I am going to say when Corsair, which I'm a big fan of, did got in the Wall Street batch or the meme stocks, it went up 30%. I'm thinking, oh, let's let this thing double. And it didn't double, Brian, and now it's cut in half. So knowing I, I'm going to cut stocks, in on that one because um, what you should be, you know, if, if you right. listen to me, you would actually be thankful that I hated Corsair yes. several times when you Let brought just, it up. Okay, we'll tank. put a, is it Adnium? What, an annex? What do we to this one? We're going to keep this only number two, but Brian had told me to watch out for exactly what happened. I didn't listen. You kept talking about Corsair and you kept talking about, you know, all the mices and uh, keyboards and things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, they, they already sold those things. People no, bought them already. But Okay, but the numbers Danny, are, okay. You're, you're going to talk yourself into this again. I am. The stock is I almost hype and hate it. But in any case, <laughs> I didn't sell out and it dropped. But I know it's going to have a surge. Now, the good news on that is when Robinhood came, I was up 75%. I cleaned out. Yeah. And that paid off. But the number two thing I should have known, the number one thing, my biggest bonehead move. These aren't mistakes. We all make mistakes. And yes. I have no problem buying bad stocks. Right. My number one thing is not going in big on Roblox from day one. I got cute oh. that I sold. I bought back in. Yeah. I, I've been talking about this with Brian off camera. My kid's been playing it for 10 years. It's well run. I researched it. There was no excuse for me not doing it. I got scared off by the market cap. Big mistake. Those are the three things I am not thankful for, Brian. So aside from that, it will be a happy Thanksgiving. So all right, okay. cleanse myself. Now, do you have anything good? Or oh, bad? yeah, 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 totally. Um, so my uh, my least thankful thing is my, um, my great 2% trade that I kept wanting to do and, and periodically did the 2% trades where I buy a stock in the morning or sometime during the day, get out of it before the day is over, just looking for a 2% uprise. Right. And the last time that I actually did that, I got Clover and I had um, traded that a few times. I think I traded this was twice. During the, but Brian, when, when did you buy it? What oh, it was just, you know, things were going crazy and that was, a, was that was definitely was a meme stock that was rising. And so I, I traded it twice in one day. And then at the end of the day, it started going down. And I just was, it was getting close to the end of the day. And I just let it go and thought, 
it'll go up tomorrow. Well, that was a friggin' bonehead move. And then I've ridden that lovely stock all the way down to five dollars. Yeah, it's at its low. Yeah, it's it's at its 52 week low. So what did I do? I bought more shares. To dollar cost average, Brian. I did. I don't, I don't know, know if I can call it dollar cost average. I think it's almost throwing good money after bad. I don't know. They diluted their shares. This thing went down. Once that dilution was kind of in the market already, I thought, okay, this has got to be it. <laughs> so, you know, I well, went down. It's a solid business, Brian. So yeah. it's, we'll it's the same as Corsair. It's, you know, they'll eventually be over water. It's you know, join the club. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Right. And then the other one, uh, let me think. Um, I would have to say, I am not thankful for us. Uh, uh, I thought and I was so right on the supply chain thing with um, Bed Bath and Beyond and Big Five Sporting Goods. That and also the uh, both of them would dive. Office. Both of them would dive down. That they would not have inventory. I walked into those stores. I did my research. There was no way that those stocks would do well on their earnings because. There's no supply. There's no, no nothing in the fucking stores. And guess what happens? They have stellar earnings. At least that's what they said. I don't know. I'm going to have to investigate no, they, this they more. They're pushing it off, Brian. They, I, that's why I they said pushed it off. Was, that's what I think. You're right. And so those went up and my options just went into the tank. Twice. Twice I made that bet. Terrible, terrible moves. Well, that's that's where you play the options. You get a short-term option per day, guessing for a one or two day would go spike up or down on a volatile stock. Um, and then Macy's does the opposite. Can you believe that? Macy's, who I totally would have, I, I was resisting the urge to jump on again and go, well, Macy's Wait, did it go up? Wait, did it go up or it went down recently, right? Not, it went up with the earnings. Well, shit, Nordstrom just dropped it. like... Nordstrom's just dropped like 29% today. I, I don't know what to say. Nordstrom's, it's yes, a tricky. Uh, gap down, yeah, crushed it. by their earnings. I don't get Brian. And supply chain issues is what they said. Well, yeah, I understand. So, so Macy's doesn't make really any product, you know, for their brand. Oh, that's right. That was your right? thing. They don't make but it. But the Gap, Banana Republic, Athletica, mm -hmm. whatever else they have, Old Navy. I mean, they actually manufacture their own uh, brand labels. So but that Brian, makes sense. Why would anyone be in retail stocks? I, you know, I've been there my whole life. I love them. Don't love the stocks. Don't own a single one. Yeah. There's no growth. I just, that's a challenge. It's getting harder. No matter what you say, it's harder than it was 20 years ago for every single retail company out there. All right. I'll throw it the opposite direction. And I think that you and I should both be thankful for the lessons that we learned. Fuck, but why are they so expensive, Brian? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're both up. Brian, you're way up for the on your trading account. You're up like 40% for the year today, right? Uh, not quite that. I, I was um yeah. I was on Monday and then I had That's a little right. bit of uh you know stuff yeah. going down and stuff. But uh I, I I'm hoping by the end of the year I'm either at this level that I don't drop any further or I can get a little bit more increase. And so maybe yeah. uh maybe that'll happen. Well, we but, just had the jobs, we have the, the lowest jobless claims since yeah, that was great, right? The economy roaring back. And I know see for our tech stocks, I know COVID is gonna unfortunately kind of rear its ugly head here, but not yeah. as much because of vaccination, some don't. So you said it almost a year ago, it's gonna be a very lumpy organic reopening in yeah. fits and spurts, and you nailed that, Brian. Okay. So now that you nailed it, Brian, why don't you start off our hyper hate? We pick okay. three stocks eight that we are looking to spend our real money on. Right. It's a fun podcast. It's even funner if we make money from it, Brian. So why don't you start out and throw them at me, baby? Because I'm feeling hot now that I've, I've dodged a bullet with a flash crash. Hit me up, baby. All right. My first hyper hate is a stock that is a total Danny stock. And you're going to love this one because you have this so many times. 
Now I'm ready to hyper hate this thing. Okay. What do you think about Etsy? Hyper hate. Okay, love it. No, and, I'm, and I'm talking from right here, these high, okay. ultra high right. levels. Is it right. time right. for right. somebody who doesn't have any Etsy, me, to buy Etsy? Okay, went up 6.22% today. Yes. Um, that's about my biggest holding. I've been hyping that literally since the first podcast. I don't want to say that I wasn't listening to you, but I might not have been really listening to you. There is nothing... A, there's no reason to, to not buy more of this. None. Yeah. Yeah. You're hyping it. Hyping it. You, Brian, you know, it's a hype. This is a hand. You know what this is? It's a handmade hype. So I'm telling you, <laughs> I sell on it. Do great. I've done great with the stock. It's a non-toxic. There's nothing like it. Every day it gets the moat gets bigger and bigger. Well run. Great concept. It makes money. The future is wide open. Every trend in commerce is going right towards etsy and their market cap is not astronomically crazy like you would think at 300 dollars a share as opposed to 200 or even right. 150 that it wasn't it was there not that long ago yep. that their market cap would be just like you know oh, it's way too rich but well because under 40 billion yeah like i have mercado libre i've been in and out of that's down a little bit i think a lot of those you know i'm a big amazon guy but i mean you know, 15, 20% a year, that's nothing exciting now. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's not a bit played out. I think Etsy is the exception. I think a lot of the hyper growth of all of those e-commerce stocks, you know, eBay, et cetera, C-Limited is kind of over and you're kind of looking for the 10 to 30% a year. So yes, I'm gonna, I, I think Etsy is clearly best in class. I could go on forever, so I'll just shut the hell up and I'm gonna handmade hype it. And okay, so, you, so my Brian, next hyper hate is- are you, Wait, Brian, are you hyping it? Oh, I'm hyping it. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I'm hyping it because I would really like to take a position in this uh, company next week. I think their fourth quarter is going to be amazing. So I'm excited. Etsy, okay. Absolutely. Yes. So um, my next one is another Danny stock. This one is called Fiverr. We haven't talked about it in a while. And do you still own it, Danny? I do. And, you know, I was just checking that because it's really got the living shit yes so an opposite so so yes. uh you know etsy has been just parabolically going up right all of a sudden this, in the last three months fiverr's taken a big giant dip well this is 145 right february. now okay a lot of the techs you know peaked in mid-february a few have broken through etsy is one of them mm -hmm. as you know also from the very first podcast i've been hyping this Hold yes, on, fiverr fiverr is i think we both know the answer to this we'll just say the thing at the same time market cap of five billion another well-read well-run company it's profitable now so that's new this year um hype it no, no i'm hyping it too i keep I, i'm using it more and more i'm using yeah. the well, uh, services it, of fiverr and you uh, love it right i love it it's easy it. i you know it's almost like i don't you know i don't even notice actually maybe this is the problem that, that it is fiverr you know, I'm just like, okay, well, this is my place I go to to find, you know, people to do, you know, design and be graphic stuff. Great interface, great yeah. company. Well, easy well peasy. And, and then, plus it just, you know, people, it corrected now about 50%. So let's yeah. take a look on that. Now this might be time. Online. This one, I think is time for me to go in. Yes. I, I was actually going to rebuy more. You know, I didn't want to, I almost put that hyper hate, but I know I've talked about that ad nauseum. So it's 52 week high is 336. And it's at 145. Now, a lot of that was a real brief mid-February kind of mania when mm. the tech crash happened. So, mm. yes, hype it. All right, Brian. Okay, my last hype and hate. Are you ready for it? Hit me. This is, I think, another dingy one. So, fine. Fintech. Uh, Fintech's been, okay. What? Ooh, huh? 
go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I have a problem with interrupting. I, when I when you're on a streak, I should listen, not talk. But I'm Irish, so fuck it. Go ahead. Are you gonna are you gonna hyper hate? I, I feel like you're gonna hate it almost. Well, like, I own it. I little, sold a little before it went up. Yes, it now a little queasy. Quite a looking run. at your face there, Danny. Yes. I'm gonna hype it because you are it's, okay. it's come off it. Yes, Brian, yeah. because it, it kind of peaked at 23. Now it's down to 18. Yeah. Long term, this is another one with a very small cap of 15 billion. It's fintech, and I it's know fintech's fintech, been getting crushed. PayPal and uh, right. Square mistake, and, and uh, you know mistake. all of these other ones have just right. been getting crushed. Mistake. Now well, so far it's gone down, but right. So they're on sale. It's, it's on sale. It's the day after Christmas, and it's candy. I'm thinking. Candy canes. Let me tell you something, Brian. This is now. This is theory. Candy canes taste the same December twenty fourth or December twenty sixth, but the price is dramatically different. Am I correct? <laughs> it's so true. There you go. Okay. All right. So and you're saying uh, this is the this is the time to get into so now is that, that uh, wait well, now was that analysis too technical? Should I do a spinoff podcast to break the candy cane theory down? Or are we no, I think the candy cane theory is right up your alley, and I okay. and I totally yes. get it and walked right in okay. my brain and made sense. Yes. What are you okay, going to give me for your hype and hate? We are doing three brand new ones I've been following for a while. I took my eye off the ball. Okay. One of them, which is the weirdest name. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're not on mushrooms. I say it. it's called MongoDB, M-O-N-G-O-D-B. The call letters is MDB, right? What they do, they do a lot of databases. Our tech company has been spectacular. Market cap $33 billion for the year. They're up 90%. Last five years, 1,400%. They bought in a streak, but they've like many of these stocks, the last week it's dropped 11%. So Brian, if you look like a three month chart on this. What is the symbol? I'm sorry, Danny, I'm looking the at The symbol this. is MDB, not Miller Genuine. What is the Miller Genuine lightweight? What is uh, it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Miller Genuine Draft. Yeah, MGB, okay, this is MDB. MDB, okay. gotcha, okay, got now, it. A great well-run company. They do a lot of data, databases, it's their specialty and they do it well. Um, still not making money, mm. a few years old from 07, MongoDB, Brian, I followed them for a while and I actually forgot what I was following them because I'm an idiot. But for the year they're up 91%, three months, 29% a month, it's even and the week they're finally down. So not making money a little concerned but definitely growing quite a bit well-run database company mongodb brian for yeah, long not making money long since long. uh this like i'm going back to five years and they haven't made money since december 7th amazon neither amazon none of them do lucid ain't gonna make money dude for 10 it's interesting though danny because this thing is this stock price is 507 dollars. yeah it's had a run but if you follow had a run this thing is like yes just just been you know amazing over the past year it's doubled well look look at the last five-year chart brian yeah i'm looking at the five-year chart i mean this was 28 dollars in november 17th but you know what uh, i wasn't much more expensive than that in 2017 right so i know it's had a run that it scared me off because i've kind of kept an eye on it mm. i don't use it much and it's not in the public eye but it's just gone up and i i think i messed up anyway is it buying the dip or yeah. are we going to wait for a correction, Brian? Hyper hate. Oh, I'd hate this thing. This thing is, I, I don't know enough about it. And it yeah. looks like if they're still not making money and something's going on here where they're, you know, people are excited right. about it, but I've never heard of it. I don't know anything about it and I'm going to hate it. Well, I'm going to hype it, Brian. I'm going to go All back right. on that. Better late than never uh, sometimes. Okay. okay. This is a new one I'd heard about before. They went mm -hmm. public. It's called Telesat. 
TSAT, Telesat, TSAT. They went public last week and they've already won award for the worst time IPO in the history of mankind. <laughs> okay. So it plummeted off the bat down 27%. Um, they went okay. last week, I think last Friday. Small company, $413 million. They are in satellite communications. They're from Canada. So I'd love, you know, when you know, Telesat doesn't look like it went public a, a week ago. It, it looks like they were trading in May and Brian, Brian, June, January. TSAT, Telesat. Yeah, TSAT. Telesat, TSAT. I'm looking at it on Yahoo Finance and I can go back. No, no they, they went public last week. I followed it, crashed the first day I was watching it. I almost bought the dip. I thought, just wait, it's too small. No, they, I promise you, they just went public. I, I watched that day, literally watched it. Okay. Okay. Not much. All right, so I'm going to hate this because I don't think you know really if this is the right symbol. Do I ever really know what I'm talking about, Brian? Is this like a surprise? Like this is you're being blindsided? I'm Irish. I get lucky. We know, we know my secret. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to hype it because I like uh, satellite companies. I remember liking this. So long term, I'm going to look at it a little bit more. It's had its dip. It's dropped for two days. Yeah. And I think, yes, so this went public last week, I think, or last month. It looks to here, Brian, I'm looking at my, I'm now I'm using my crack NBA staff. Listed November 18th of 21, Brian. I don't know what to tell you on that one. T-S-A-T. Yeah, in capital letters, maybe try that. Tell us that, T-E-L-E-S-A-T. Come on, okay, I'm getting bored. Okay, you No, hold on, hold on, because I'm going to share my screen, because I, I just don't know that this is um, the same one. See, Okay. Can you see that? Can you look and see what I'm looking at right it's now? It's the exact same. Tell, wait, hold on. You have Telesec Corporation. Maybe it's just Yahoo Finance that's just sucking, or maybe it's what, what are you using? Yahoo Finance. You're not using Robinhood to do these things because they don't know that that's a brand new spanking company who doesn't know what they're doing yet. Well, this is a clusterfuck I'm looking at. So I'm getting a headache. Can you take this off? You get and what nice ad. Uh, but I'm gonna hate wait, your wait, wait, hate do, on this. Do one. six months. Hit, hit the six month button there, Chief. Yeah. Click Boom. it. Uh, do 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 the five year. <laughs> okay, there you go. No, something was not right there. No, that's not right. Oh, wait. What is the market cap on this one? I can't even see because there's so much shit on here. No, it doesn't even have a market cap. It says okay, NA. Well, this one sucks, and yeah, because that's not relevant. Who needs to know market cap when you look to invest in a company, right? All right, so okay, you know what? I, I'm gonna um, hate Yahoo Finance. I, I, they need a new graphic interface or something. Okay, look, if this is the same company in some aspect, and the average volume on this is just a hundred thousand shares, I'm gonna hate on it just because there's no volume in it. What is it, dude? Volume. Your volume was right here when I hyped it. The volume is four hundred thirty thousand. Average is five twenty four. Who gives a shit less on that? Okay, you're gonna hate it. You're mistaken, and I'm gonna hype it. My brilliance will be. All right. So, can you do up. one that people understand and have heard of before? We have Mongo oh, and we just did two of them, Chief. So, join the party <laughs> on that one. Okay. So, we're gonna do another one. I've been kind of following for a while. Kind of huge company. Market cap one hundred twenty nine billion. It's ServiceNow. Oh. They do cloud yeah. computing, which I like. Another one, I don't quite know why I do it. It's almost an under the radar one. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if you look at the last three months, or I'm sorry, last year, it's up 24%. Five years, it's been up 650%. Mature company. That's amazing. Huge cap. Now, the PE ratio, this is why this freaks me out. It's 500. Oh, 600. Yeah, that's pretty high. That's, it is. Yeah. So for a lot of growth, that's cool, but it does make a lot of money per share. So 
you know, this I, is a good space at, because I like this yeah. space. I'm going to hype it, even though it's a very high price stock. Uh, but it's got 150 a, bucks. Fresh as you're going to get. Okay, I'm going to hype yeah. it as well. Okay. Um, but I'm going to hype it Solid. just because this is like um, mainly because this is the one that I've heard of that you've yeah. brought up. So that's a big plus in its favor, right. and um, and it and it has a, a a better name that it's kind of a little bit more understandable than Sat and uh, Mongo. So just because of ServiceNow is understandable, and um, you look smart by uh, talking about it, I'll hype it. Right. How's that? Okay, but Mongo MongoDB is a cap of 33 billion. Isn't that bizarre? All these little smaller companies. I always worry about big cap. That's what cost me on Roblox. I'm stupid. So yeah, yeah on that one. So okay, so the first few agreements, we were what they we were at uh, four out of six on agreements. So. <laughs> okay, Brian. So uh, real quick, dude, is this a flash crash? Is this a typical we just don't we have corrections faster nowadays? You know what I'm saying? Because we have like, you know, corrections are 10% of bears 20. We haven't really, well, we had one back in, you know, May and February, but they sure seem to be quicker, Brian. And our theory of with more retail people in there. Yes. It kind of brings it back up quicker, right? And that it does. Yeah. And that's a, that's another, um, what you brought up is a great point about the retail investors, because there is also the least amount of shorts going on over the past quarter. And it's, they're saying that it's because there's so much retail investors that the shorts were just getting killed. And so they're Wait, not- so Hmm? So retail investors don't short or they don't do options or? Well, no, they're, they're not shorting, but you're talking about, I'm talking about the hedge funds are not actively shorting stocks like they used to be doing um, huh. even, even before this quarter. And they're saying, and I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if they pulled the hedge funds, okay. but there is such a huge amount of retail investors that will just go in and buy the dip that it makes it difficult for those hedge funds to actively short thing. and make money. Brian, you know, we're all for the little guy, you know, yeah. right? Everyone is, I would yeah. assume. Why? That's a good thing, correct? Don't it's a good thing uh, uh, from, I think, uh, the perspective guy. of, um, you know, like the manipulation of the market. But what Which they sure do, as fuck do, right? They do. Then when Robin and shit, they blame them for doing the same thing they've been doing forever, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hedge funds are not our friends unless you're in them. They're not. No. But what they do... Inversely, I'm going to use that a lot because I like that term tonight. Did you um, just, did you just pick that up by the way? I did because it's uh, because of the Kathy Wood. It's the inverse of Kathy Wood. It's the inverse of Arc that I'm invested in now. Okay, That's the how, Kathy Wood. That I'm up 23 yeah. percent the last three months. Okay, I'm just making sure. Okay, go ahead. All right, uh, 23 percent, so Brian. 20. The problem with uh, not having all of this the short interest going on is that. Uh, things get run away as far as like price. And then what you have is you'll have huge sectors or certain uh, stocks that could bring down a whole sector because they drop so far because they end up running up so high because there's only buyers. So when the sellers finally come in, it has this uh, catalyst to make it even okay. worse than what it would be if you had all these people already shorting the market, kind of holding prices at a Okay, so you're saying it's kind of like when they start those little forest fires to, the, to avoid the yeah. big forest fires. Yeah. Exactly. I still don't understand that either, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't understand that either. It seems like if you're you're starting a fire, it's probably not the best thing. But you know, they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, but then you always it gets out of control and starts a fire they're trying to stop. I'm not sure how many times though did they start those fires and it doesn't get out of control? Because you only hear about the control burns that end badly. Don't I don't need to be bogged down by facts, Brian. Come on. No. So <laughs> okay. I don't know. You know, you always hear these things about shorts. They're good for it. I don't know if I'm buying all of that. That's a story they, they just tell you a lot. I don't know. I don't believe this shit that they're saying. 
I don't. think they have rigged the system towards them, and they hate you know my favorite Robin Hood because they know that shit's going to end. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure if I'm buying that whole short thing. I don't know, dude. Let On Robinhood, uh, are you? It's come down quite a bit. It was under thirty, and then it's Ooh, popped up doctor, a bit today. Yes. I just um, didn't but, want to hyper hate that we've talked to have nausea. That is so on sale. Yeah. And I am convinced long term. Are you buying more of Robinhood? Is my question. I am, that's what I'm actually going to buy Friday. I decided I'm going to buy more of that. I thought because I wanted to see if this is going to be a full on correction or bear market. Yeah. Um, I just think Robinhood is going to be uncool for a while. I think there's the regulatory concerns, which they will never get through. They're going to do them with them. Hold it over their heads. Yeah. You know, payment for order flow. Translation, it's cheaper to trade stocks for everybody because of them. Mm-hmm. And all the big banks have lost out in their commissions and they're trying to torpedo them. That's nothing to do with anything but that. So I think they might be uncool for a while. I like them. And when they get into crypto, and other things like that. Yes. I just like, I have a gut feeling about them. And it's also based on data. I trust them. They want to be bigger. I like what they've done. They have made it easier for people like me or you to buy and sell stocks for a lot cheaper and a lot better. We lose money, we lose money, but they've given us the freedom to do that. And they're- They talk a lot about the Robinhood uh, customer base, not really you know generating that much do- dollars for them. But if you look at all of the other tech stocks, if you can look at them as a tech stock, Facebook, Instagram, before it was brought by Facebook, all of these, all of the goals of those companies were to get users. And then once the users were there, then you work on monetizing them. It's the same thing with Robinhood. They've got 22 million uh, users. And uh, uh, Schwab has the same amount. So in the shortest amount of time, Schwab has 22 million, or yeah. Robin has a 22 million years. Sure Schwab has Schwab. bigger accounts, Brian, but these yes. guys will grow with it. Again, I'm long-term. Really? Yeah, of course. Yes. So They're starting out with two or $3,000, but you know, in five years, those are, it's going to be 20 to 25, and these people are going to uh, start getting their, um, when they start having their IRAs in there, and right. they're you know, investment I think accounts. And so you know, it'll Robin, it'll yeah, grow. I'm with all of them, yes, because they've done it better, they're better for the consumer. Yeah. No matter what, it's like when Walmart came out, the reason they're successful is they're better for the consumer. Yeah. This is decades ago. And it's the same plan that way. And you, you've, you it's do, hard you to bet against them. And it's, it's a little difficult to add more money to my uh, position on them. I did buy a call. Just on who? one. Just sorry, on who? On Robinhood. Okay. What do you think it's going to do short term? You think it'll start rising again? It'll be down? For, what is yeah, no, I think it's going to start rising. I think it's, uh, so I, there's no real week. reason for it to go down lower. They, you know, they, right. they already come out with the earnings. No, no. There is a reason. And the reason they're threatening the regulatory will make the way you make do it out of business. I don't. That's a dark don't, cloud. I don't believe it. But it is I don't believe cloud. it either. That threat has I'm been hanging over them. I don't know that that pushes any news forward because they're not the only ones that do payment for order flow. Every Another, one of them you know, maybe Every one that's not where they're making their money anyway. They're making their money off of crypto trading, which is going to go up. So, yeah. hey, how is your crypto doing before we wrap it up? Oh, God. Well, you, I, you know, I try not to look at it. I told you I don't have my my Weeble app where I have my Sheeb in there. I took it off the uh, the homepage of my phone. So I actually have to go down and, and swipe is up. It, and wait, was there a reason? The- was there like, are you, what is the reason you did that? Because I was looking at it too often and worrying about it. And a few times I just kind of traded in and out and not in, not to the betterment of my portfolio, okay. that particular thing. So I'm like, you know what? I, I got it at a good, I, I bought it at a good price. And maybe, it, you know, 
maybe it'll go down to like 24. What has Steven been doing lately? Because I have no idea because I don't follow it that much because I get it's nervous. been diving down. But all, all the crypto has been diving down. But of course, she is very volatile and it's dove down. I think it's in the 40s or something. Right. Can I just say, I, I listened to an interview with a Coinbase founder and you so far have been the only person that told me a good use case Okay. For crypto, you said it's an asset class like gold. That right. makes sense. Okay. Now, the guy for Coinbase, what he said, he said, look at for, I guess he lived in Argentina for your backpack or something like that, right? He said, you know, in US, you have a currency and you don't think about it because it's stable as a rock. But most other places, like Argentina is notorious for going up and down. We heard what was the other country in the news today uh, that it went up and down is a lot of those countries' currencies in Africa and other non developed places. They don't have a stable. They don't look at their currency like we do. And that made sense. So is crypto more yeah. volatile for them? No, it's not. No, it's less so volatile that probably. That made a lot of sense is, is if you get off those weird gyrated currencies, all these small, unstable countries like Venezuela and all of those, I can see why they're going into it. So again, it's a threat. But that made a very good use case that out because we're in the U.S., I never thought about that once. Yeah, well, I, didn't I tell you about the, the gaming one as well? What gaming one? Okay, so another use case for the for the crypto blockchain okay. is that if you you know like GameStop is selling physical games, right? They're fi okay. selling physically used games. Sure. So there's really no good way to sell, and there, I don't think you can for most case digital games. So well, if you yeah, buy, that's what let, they do. They just let's just say you buy the the new Call of Duty, and you don't buy a disc, you buy it digitally. Right. Okay. I don't get the problem. So you have a license for that game, that particular licensed game, right? Very violent, by the way, apparently. Yes. Okay. Stay on topic your day. Okay. I'm trying to explain crypto and, and uh, I, I just, I just refocused. I just refocused. This okay. is why you don't know. Okay. Okay. So, so if, um, if you use the blockchain to, um, to uh, monitor all the transactions for those licensed digital games i don't know why right. i ever want to do that but okay you have the ability because then you have the ability to sell exchange that license and there's a trackable way to do it because if, you, if you're selling a, a physical a, object wait, hold on brian, brian hold on me as a consumer or me as a yes customer? you as a consumer so i can resell the digital game that i bought right let's just say you're, you're you need a platform to do it through right let's just say that okay. Xbox has this ability. So Microsoft has this ability that you can take your, your digital game that you purchased and, resell it. and okay. you can resell it. And all you're going to do is you're going to use crypto blockchain to do the transaction so that it is so that when the servers of, uh, let's just keep on with the Call of Duty, the Call of Duty servers can go look when you log in to download that game onto your computer and be like, Oh, I can see Danny bought it, okay. and then he sold it to Brian, and here's the transaction in the in the blockchain. It's always there. Why would there. I want that? I just can't. We go back to the days of Napster. You just have to worry about because at the moment you can't treat you can't sell. There's no commerce that you can do for a digital game because the license they they have to validate each license, and and you can't transfer. Oh, I see. But so the blockchain you can transfer. So you're talking about legitimate. Oh, okay, here's your loss. You're talking about legitimate selling. Yes, legitimate oh, selling. Oh, I'm always thinking through the back door, chief. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not that talking explains it. Well, why I'm not talking the black market selling well, a legitimate way to do it. Uh, I'm gonna opt towards the black market selling because it's always cheaper. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Okay, so legitimate. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay, that's still 
man, you know me, it's, I like it simple and it's becoming more and more apparent of why I do like it simple, Brian. <laughs> okay, so crypto, hopefully a rebound, who knows, but it's it's kind of the peak is over, Brian, the recent peaks of all the cryptos or? Uh, I think you'll be surprised if we, if we have, um, you know, if they have to do some weird stuff for the inflation, if inflation's really bad coming up, uh, Brian, coming up Brian, next Brian, week. Our job market is the best since yeah. the 60s. Yeah. Wages are going up. So that's yes. muting inflation. Our GDP is probably 8% next quarter. Yeah. Right. Amazing. Okay. So of course, inflation goes up. Join. It's one bad blotch on five other great ones. I don't know, dude. I, I just, I'm so sick to hear about inflation and how it's going to kill tech. It's almost like a self-generating thing. I don't know, dude. Not into, I don't know. Aren't you the one who's just telling me that the dollar store is no longer a dollar? Brian is next year be a dollar twenty-five. Now that's just not. Which one was that? Was that Dollar Tree? No, dollar. The only one left is Dollar Tree. The other ninety-nine cent only, which is a regional California chain. Nothing's ninety-nine cents. It was ninety-nine point nine nine. How that got allowed, I don't know. But nothing. Two-thirds of stuff in there's more. It's still cheap. Hmm. It's a sad end of an era, Brian. So I'm going to stock up on all my foil and all that crap I get, I guess. But I mean, it, I don't know. That seems a dollar twenty-five tree. I know they'll keep the same name, but yeah, know. it's not. It look, it's it's real. It's happening. It's not going to go back down. Things things uh, go up fast and they come down really slow. Isn't that, down the market's always prices a shit ahead. At this point, isn't the inflation priced in? Fuck, it's got to be. Been hearing about this forever. Yeah, the maybe the inflation at this particular level, but if it continues to go up, Danny, it won't. It won't. You don't know that, Danny. How do you know that? Luckily, we have the U.S. government workers that help okay. save us. Okay, we're fucked in that case. <laughs> All right, Brian. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving to you. Yes. Thanks for listening. Our numbers are through the roof. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we're all making some money, although we're not advising, but we are telling you what stocks we do. We do take this very seriously, but have fun doing it. Am I right, Brian? That's right, Danny. So now you're, you're, you are a pescatarian. Is that right? I am a pescatarian. I'm not having turkey tomorrow. I'm having salmon. Okay. Yeah. I'm you're doing Mexican food. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the uh, tamales with rice oh. and beans and red sauce. Yes, I do the Mexican. Um, I love tamales. I love yes, love tamales. Love Mexican food. So thank you, neighbors to the South, for the uh, invention you gave us. Okay, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving. Stockhypers at Gmail and uh, Stockhypers on the web. Everywhere. 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 See you soon. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs>